We come to this place for magic. We come to pop overview, to laugh, to cry, to drink. Because we need that, all of us. That indescribable feeling we get when we hit the play button and go somewhere we've never been before. Sound that I can feel. Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn. Together. Pop Poor Review. We make movie podcasts better. You have to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz. You find he is a wizard of Oz, if ever a wizard of Oz. If ever, oh, ever a wizard of Oz, the wizard of Oz is one because, 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 because of the wonderful things he does. Welcome back, everyone. Have you popped open a beer or poured yourself a glass of wine yet? Because you're listening to Pop Poor Review with Jimmy Chico. Hi. Kelly Gong. Hello. And myself, Matt Chico. We're the movie podcast where we journey through the IMDb Top 250 list. If you don't have a drink today, you can try today's not just inspired, but reality drink. We are doing something different today. We are dr- Since we are doing number 227, The Wizard of Oz, uh, that's the number of the time of the recording. So instead of making a drink, we decided to take a drink from Dunkin' Donuts, the Ice Spice Pumpkin... Munchkin. It's the ice spice munchkin drink. Yeah, so we're doing a munchkin drink for in honor of the munchkins in the Wizard of Oz. What exactly is in this? As uh, so I don't drink coffee, guys. So like I've heard of the ice spice drink, but because I don't drink coffee, I have like I don't actually on, know I'm what it find contains. Out. Yeah, let Jimmy do a little quick. I mean, I can look at my phone. Like, what is it that I'm ingesting into my body? Sugar. I mean, I did. Look, have... I love sugar, and everyone knows I love sugar, but like I do have okay, a tolerance okay, for okay, sugar. Okay. Okay. So the. The ice spice munchkin drink is a heaping cup of ice. Okay. Water filled to line one. Okay. Oh now, my god, it's so little. This, it's like <laughs> this all depends on what size you're getting, but anywhere from four to eight pumps of liquid cane sugar. Okay. Cream. Two to four pumps of coffee syrup. Not actual coffee. Two to four pumpkin munchkin donut hole treats. Three spins of caramel drizzle inside the cup, whipped cream, and then caramel drizzle on top, and then it's all blended together to make whipped this cream mess. and caramel drizzle is not all blended together. That is, I saw them make it. It's on the top after they blend it. That's true. So yeah, so this is we. If you were thinking of listening to a IMDb Top Two Fifty podcast, and you're like, you know, I want to try the ice spice pumpkin munchkin drink. I don't know. I can't get the name, but it's we're it's, gonna try it for you. So it's called the Ice Spice Munchkins drink. Okay, it, it smells not. It okay. smells so. F- Let's try, it, guys. Artificial sugar. No, uh, uh, I don't like the chunkiness. Uh, of it. Uh, that's it's, so gross. It's not as sweet as I thought. It's actually a little bitter. It's bitter because of all the <laughs> Munchkins, like. All you literally are drinking are munchkin guts, and it tastes so bad. I spit it back in the cup. I don't like the chunkiness. Oh my god! It this is horrible. I wouldn't get into the. I I couldn't. I couldn't swallow the the um, the guts. Soggy munchkins. I wasn't okay. So I'm going into this drink, taking the sip, thinking sweet, 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 and I'm gonna be like disgusting, like one of those things where it hurts your teeth. This I'm like, it's bitter, like anything cotton candy drink wise. You know what it is. I, I have a piece of munchkin stuck in my throat. <laughs> it's it doesn't bitter. taste mixed together. It's like I can taste each individual in- ingredient itself. It weirdly doesn't make me want this drink. It makes me want a munchkin in its normal form. I <laughs> think we can't do this podcast again right now. 
I, it broke me. Okay, this is me. like, it's so bitter. Like it's, it's stuck on my tongue. I actually don't mind the bitterness because. You like coffee. I like coffee. No, no, no. It, but it wasn't, it's like too bitter for what this is. Like if I'm having coffee, yeah, I want it to be bitter. <laughs> Are you yawning or like throwing up? <laughs> I was yawning. I oh. forgot we were recording. I was like, you're just in the middle of the screen. Going <laughs> I, was like, that. I was like, yeah, I was like, you look like you're about to throw up on me. <laughs> okay. So that was a. Fun experiment. Um, probably we'll never do that again this is so until the disgusting. next until the next ice spice um, collab with Duncan. I I like the taste of coffee in my mouth after I have coffee, but this is like it's like a gross coffee. I don't like that. Okay, I really hope they don't put Munchkins in every anything ever again. If you want to make it fun, add some vodka, add some Kahlua, add some bourbon, add something fun to it. Make it your own kind of drink. Um. Okay. Moving on, Wizard of Oz. Director Victor Fleming, writer Noel Lange, Florence Ryerson, and Edgar Allan Wolfe, who are technically credited. Uh, ultimately, it took 14 writers, one being Herman J. Mankiewicz, and five directors to bring the story to scream. When it comes to directors, Richard Thorpe shot several weeks of material, none of which appeared in the final film. The studio found his work unsatisfactory and appointed George Cooker temporarily. Cooker did not actually film any scenes he merely modified julie garland's and ray bulger's i believe that's the scarecrow so he changed their appearances um and then victor fleming took over from from him and filmed the bulk of the movie until he was assigned to save gone with the wind king vidor filmed the remaining sequences mainly black and white parts of the film set in kansas and the storm and over the rainbow scenes and then producer mervyn leroy also directed some transitional scenes so a lot happened with this movie with director and writers uh, starring Judy Garland, Ray Bolger, Burt Lar, Lair, Jack Haley, Margaret Hamilton, Billy Burke, and Frank Morgan. IMDb rating 8.1 out of 10. Rotten Tomato score. Critics 98%. Audiences 89%. Aud- uh, Letterbox 4 out of 5. Uh, box office. It made over the course of its whole run with re-releases and stuff like that. Uh, $34 million, which is like adjusted for inflation. It's I don't even I mentioned that because I don't know when these years were, but... The, it made in its original run three million, which was around sixty-seven million, adjusted for inflation. Uh, Oscars it was nominated for best picture, best production design, um, best visual effects, and then it won best song for Over the Rainbow and score. So moving on to Judy Garland also won a Juvenile Award. Is that those? But like that is that one of those like special ones that was like just for that year? No, no. I thought juvenile I think Oscars were there for a while. Oh, because it didn't pop up on the Oscar thing on IMDb. That's why I was maybe because they were like they no longer exist. Yeah, because I was like, I, I no, know that- no, because when you go on to like um, um, the Army of the Dead, it, it's technically won an Oscar. Did it say it though on IMDb? Yes. Oh, I didn't see that. Zack Snyder's Justice League too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, they do. They have it. Oh, I didn't, then I'm surprised they didn't have it for Judy Garland. Unless it was like one of those like honor. It might have been. It might have been like a Judy Garland award, not for. Well, look at you. Look at her making an honor award for the Academy Award. Um, we're gonna do some shotgun facts. Margaret Hamilton appeared on Mister Rogers' Neighborhood decades later in an attempt to demystify the iconic villain she played so well. Witches are just nice ladies like me dressing up in a costume and playing make believe because that's their job. But no different than you and me, she said. Yes, I see, can see witches are nice people playing make-believe and are no real threat to us, Rogers parroted. I like what riches, yeah, witches now. This was all an attempt to soften Hamilton's terrifying hag image that 
and let the public see she was a real person. But alas, it was to no avail. She claimed in interviews that even after this, children who saw her on the street would run away screaming for her from her for years and years and for the rest of her life. She never got past that. And you can view this interview on YouTube. Um, okay, Kelly, please le- read your shotgun fact. Okay, so my shotgun fact is probably a pretty well-known one. So the role of the Tin Man was originally uh, cast, uh, Buddy Ebsen was cast as the Tin Man. However, the makeup and everything that he was wearing caused, like, what was it, allergic reaction or something? I think so, yeah. And, like, he couldn't breathe, and he got so sick that it was just kind of like, all right, bro, you're, like, out of here. And then we brought in Jack Haley. We took over the role of the Tin Man. There was a lot of... This goes on to another trivia fact or shotgun fact in the fact that a lot of things that were used in this movie were not healthy. Specifically, the asbestos that was used for the snow. When that scene came up and I rewatched it, I was like, oh my God, they're covered from head to toe in asbestos. That set was like super dangerous. Like I think everyone got burned somehow. No, Margaret Hamilton got like... Burnt her face off. But then her stunt double got hurt doing the, the surrender door. Like everyone like. The winged monkeys, their wires yeah. snapped and they fell onto the sound stage. It was basically like a cursed ass stage. Like It is It is in that uh, shutter. Uh, there's a series called Cursed Films and this is one of them. Is it? I believe it. Like when I was reading how many things actually happened on this film. I was just like, holy shit, like the Wizard of Oz, such like a hap, like, you know, people go to it because it makes them feel good. It's like there were so many fucking things that went wrong on this set. There were. And I I urge everyone to just read the IMDb facts. There's so many facts and there's it's so like you don't believe it unless you're like reading it. Like it's crazy. I also like back to my original shotgun fact. This guy, Betty, Buddy Ebsen, I felt really bad for him because he was originally cast as the scarecrow and then he got moved to the Tin Man and then basically it ended up that he wasn't in the movie at all. And it's just like, poor guy. Like he literally had two roles in this movie. Didn't work out and he missed out on being one of the most iconic, well, iconic movies in cinema history. I think he was with the first director, so they kind of just like refilmed everything. Uh, that, yeah, you're right. That guy, I I, I well, never really, I wonder if, I hope he did something big. I don't even know who he is. So poor guy. <laughs> the only thing I know him as this poor guy who missed exactly. out on the most iconic I only, movie ever. I only ever. know him as the person that fuck got like screwed over the Tim Man role. And almost died. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he was actually a pretty big. Really? Was he? Buddy Epson. He was in the Beverly Hillbillies. So he, oh, okay. he still did. So he got something good. Okay, good. I'm glad. Yeah, he did Breakfast at Tiffany's. Um, was he a big role? I've never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. So. I don't remember him in the movie. Okay, so that's I a don't no. I think so. <laughs> that is a no. Poor guy. Poor guy. But the, I mean, he was in the Beverly Hillbillies for its entire run of 10 years. So he had, he had something. He had some stuff going on. So my shotgun fact is early in the film's development, MGM discovered that Walt Disney was working on his own version of Oz, of the Oz story at the same time. Rather than going head to head, both studios actually held discussions of possibly combining the two projects into a live action slash animated hybrid movie with MGM doing the live action and Disney doing the animation scheduling issues ultimately ended in the collaboration and Disney shortly, uh, shortly after canceled his own version in favor of other projects. So not to compete with MGM's version. Um, and also, a lot of a big thing is that one of the reasons why this movie got greenlit was after they saw Disney's Snow White and Seven Dwarves. So they helped it, and they almost made it their own version. Do you think it would have been a completely? Do you think it would have been as popular 
or more popular if Disney made it? I think it would have been a bigger critical hit and financial hit in 1939. But do you think it would have still had the same, like, resonance that it's had? I mean, if you look at Disney's, like, older animated movies like Snow White and Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella, they still, yes, I, I think that they would have. Because I, I thought that was really interesting. Because I'm like, I can see him making it Wizard of Oz. Like, this is like Disney. It's like fantasy and all that stuff. So I thought that was a really interesting thing. It's also like not out of the realm of what Disney would normally make. Like, exactly. I'm trying to think of things that Disney could have sanitized from this movie. Because technically, when we think of Disney and they take over a different, you know, project, we always think, how are you Disneyfying this? Like, how mm-hmm. are you sanitizing it? And I'm just kind of like, I don't think there's really any part of the movie that you could be like, Disney wouldn't be okay with it Well, because i think mgm kind of did their own sanitizing to the original story yeah so i think that's why like seeing the movie version you can't take anything out because it's already except maybe like all the fireballs i don't know yeah but i was like but it would have been animated so they i feel like they no but i mean if you look at sleeping beauty they have the dragon breathing the fire no but i meant like was disney sorry was disney gonna make this animated Animated. oh okay that's a different story i thought they were talking about live action oh no animated no then it it still would have been the same. It would have been interesting just to see the different trajectory. That's just an interesting fact. Uh, Jimmy, before we take a quick break, can you please give us all a summary of The Wonderful Wizard of Oz? Okay. After a tornado hurls through Kansas, Dorothy Gale and her dog Toto are swept away from their home to the colorful, colorful and vibrant land of Oz. In order to find their way back home, they must embark on a journey to the Emerald City where the Wizard of Oz resides. On the way, they are accompanied by a scarecrow who wants a brain, a tin man who wants a heart, and a cowardly lion who wants courage. They are hopeful that the wizard will be able to fulfill their wishes, but not far behind them is the Wicked Witch of the West, who is out for revenge on Dorothy after she accidentally killed her sister, the Wicked Witch of the East. And with that, we'll be right back. Hello, and welcome to the That's More Like It podcast. I'm your host, Monica Moore-Smith, and I hope you guys are ready to grow, to change, to learn, laugh, have some chit-chats, and talk with the amazing ladies I'm going to be bringing on, talking about their journey, how they got from A to B, trials, triumphs, and everything in between. And I just want you guys to be a part of the more community. So come get more, join the podcast, listen in. We're starting June 9th, so set your calendars because I want you to get to a place in life where you say, that's more like it. And we're back. Wizard of Oz, number 227. What we usually do, do you think it should be on the top 250 list? And do you think 227 is an appropriate number for it? Jimmy, I'll start with you. I think it's a little low. I think it should be a little higher on there. How high do you think? In the mid 100s. Kelly? Um, it definitely deserves to be on here, and it definitely is a lot lower than it should be. Uh, I was thinking 100 to 150s, and maybe even like top 100, but low, like below 50. I, I was going to say, I'm, I think I'm more with you. I think I agree with you. It should be on the list, and it's definitely low. I think I would be with you like top 100s, but like not, a, not like in between 50 and 100. Yeah. I do think that is like the sweet spot for it. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just, I was kind of shocked. I'm like, really, if this gets bummed down like a little bit, it can get kicked off, which I'd be shocked about. Just like when you think of The Wizard of Oz, you're just like iconic film. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it's only on 227. 
we have movies like The Usual Suspects or anything higher than it. The it's Usual kinda Suspects like, is 16 or something. It's like <laughs> literally like, what the fuck? Like, look, I loved Fight Club too, but like, what? Yeah. And this is coming from someone uh, during her rewatch that like found things that she wasn't a fan of, mm-hmm. of this movie. But I cannot fathom how some of the movies we have reviewed are higher than this movie. Yes, was I, this is one of those ones where like, even if it was in the like top 50, agree with it or disagree with it, like it makes sense. Yeah. Like it's literally one of the most watched movies of all time. Exactly. And like it was one of the reviews, like it's a huge classic. Everyone should see it's this movie's creative, original, wa- very watchable. Uh, I first saw it 25 years ago. I was about 10 years old. I still find myself watching it every time on TV. And, and the movie is it has very popular catchphrases and songs. And I'm just like, it has that craveability that like everyone wants to watch it. Like, I don't know if I can actually think of anyone who's never n- not seen this movie at least once. Exactly. In their life. And it's like, it's. I mean, like, yeah, some things from the 30s are dated, but like not real. And you really think about the grander scheme of it. It's pretty timeless. It's for everyone. It's watchable. Like, it's like you want to watch it. I just think it's like it has all the characteristics you need for like a classic movie. Yeah, like the number, like Shawshank Redemption. Like, literally a lot of people have never seen that fucking movie. Like, it makes no sense. But also what's funny is like, I feel like this should be like, because we did Citizen Kane and like that's supposed to be like one of the greatest movies of all time. I feel like this is, should be in the competition of having that title. Like, it's one of those movies where it's like, even if you critique it for some things, there it's just that overall, like, feeling of this movie is, like, it's one of the best. Like, you get it. Like It's a classic. Yeah, like, right now, like, I'm going to critique some things that I personally found out that I just don't enjoy now, mm-hmm. like, at my age. Not saying that older people can't enjoy it, but, like, me right now, I, there are things about it that I don't love as much as I did when I was younger. But, like, I'm still, like, I, but I'm... Like, I'm not going to say it's not a good movie, though. A lot of people also in the reviews were saying, like, def- like it's a di- you get different viewings from adult and child. Yeah. But, like, seeing it as a child and always rewatching it, it never lose that feeling. But I can see if you watch it as an adult for the first time, you might not have that. Not in this. I mean, nostalgia or just, like, the... It, like, engulfs you in the world that it's in. No, yeah. When I was younger, I... The Wizard of Oz was one of, like the few VHSs that like were actually solely mine. Mm -hmm. So I used to watch the wizard of Oz at least twice a month for like years, Mm -hmm. like years. And I think because I overwatched it that as I got older, I just kind of stopped. And like, this is the first time I've watched in full in probably over a decade because I'm just kind of like, I already know what happens. Like, I don't want to watch it again. And Mm -hmm. then I watch it again. I'm like, Oh, this, this makes more sense now. Like, for example, I, I feel like we should just I was dive, say, right break, into, the dive into the, um, what's it called? The negatives that you are, the critiques you have. Well, one of the things I did realize as an adult, I didn't realize that the three farmhands were the three fucking, uh, was was a tin man, scarecrow, and um, lion. And the Miss Gouch. Yeah, Miss Gouch. Actually, they say Miss Gouch turns into the Wicked Witch of the East in the tornado part. Interesting. Which I never knew that because you see her, the stockings and the ruby slipper, and like that's who they kill. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she also plays the Wicked Witch of the West. It's not that I didn't know that before this. Like, I remember seeing it and being like, oh, but, like, this is the first time paying attention. I was like, oh, it really is, like, them. Yeah, and I didn't know that. And I didn't know that for... And then I was like, Dorothy really is, like, fucking hallucinating. Yeah. Like, this whole entire thing. I was like, this is a really bad concussion <laughs> for her. And I, it's... Because it's funny because, like, you think about it like that, I feel like would have confused 
people back then because it's like what you use the same actors. Yeah. And I'm like, it, and I saw a lot of reviews. They were just like, it's ahead of its time with the special effects, with the the makeup. Even though like now I think because it's so like, is the one on HBO Max like is that HD or 4K? It it's 4K. Because I was like, you can see at least for the line I knew the line for his um, yeah prosthetic yeah. But I'm like, still I'm like, it's just like ahead of its time. And it's just done so well where, like, I feel like, I guess people liked it back then, but it wasn't, like, a huge hit back then. But, like, they took some swings. I really appreciate, like, the directing and writing, even for having seven of them, like, or 14 of them. That's crazy to still have a concise movie. Yeah. I mean, for when it comes to critiques, like, me viewing it, I realized that Dorothy is actually the weakest character out of all of them. The weakest character, probably the weakest acting, in my opinion. I have nothing against Judy Garland. I generally love her, and it was because of this role. But as I watched it now, I was like, she is the weakest character um, and the weakest actor out of all of them. Um, but I, did you still like her acting? Like I did like her acting, but she was the weakest out of them. Because you know what the thing is that I, fe- that I was actually kind of taken aback by and actually really loved? The way, like... Movies from the 1930s, there's a certain way that they all act. But the thing is, with the lo- the person who played the lion, the tin man, and the scarecrow, there was a natural ability to their acting. Yeah. They didn't put those weird, like, lilts into their yeah, voices. Yeah. You know, where it's like, why are you, like, borderline British? Which yeah. is, like, what Dorothy was doing. It was just, like, it felt very natural. Even when they were playing their live person, like, the farmhands, mm-hmm. it was so natural. Like, the way they were speaking, I was like... Okay, like, this is, like, really, like, I don't feel like I'm watching, like, an old movie. Like, they're speaking normally, like, and then when it came to Julie Garland, she's still doing, you know, she has, like, a lilt to her voice. But, you know, it just didn't feel like her character actually didn't stand out as much as she used to for me. See, now, I, I like the Tim Man, the, the Scarecrow and the Lion. That was my, like, three favorites well, like, even of the, the witch. I also realized that Dorothy's such a thinly written character. Because I, I, I liked her acting. I thought she handled the emotional aspects of, like, a movie that was back then. She's so stupid. It was, it was well, <laughs> the character aside. But the, the character act, is so stupid. The character aside, it's funny. A lot of the reviews were like, why would you want to leave Oz to go back to Kansas? Like, it's not even that. <laughs> like, my biggest thing, and I, I think I told everyone about this, was uh, when, you know, she comes running and she's like, ATM, ATM. Like, Mrs. Gulch wants to, like, fucking do all this shit to Toto because I because I let Toto out and he, what did he do? He, like, ran through her garden and yeah. ate shit or I think whatever. he bit her. And oh, and I, he I, also yeah. bit her. But then, like, literally. He the ran far- through the garden and bit and her. <laughs> I forgot about that. But then, like, literally the farmhand, I can't remember which one, was like, you know, Dorothy, this could have been avoided if you just didn't go down that road, right? He, like, literally says yeah. that to her point blank. And she, like, as a, as a t- teenager, she's like, <laughs> and, like, walked away. I was like, ATM, and, like, still complaining. And it's like, wow, Dorothy, you really could have avoided all this. And Toto didn't have to die in the real world if you just didn't go down that road. But Yeah, character aside, I like I, I liked her acting. She wasn't my least favorite. I thought she handled the emotional. Like, for someone who's only done, like, I think it was like three movies before this. I thought she did a really good job. I think my least favorite might have been either. The, I think the wizard might have been my least favorite. 
or Glenda just because she wasn't in it that much. Because I like know the backstory from Wicked now. Oh yeah, Glenda's so, a whole other thing too. Like when like I'm saying Glenda because from Wicked, but yeah. Glenda like straight up made me laugh too. Because I was just like, holy crap! Like I understand why people like get high sometimes to watch this. Because like Glenda is just like the witch disappears in a hail of fire and there's a lot of fucking fire and it's practical mm-hmm. and you know it's practical there's so much fire and glinda's like she burned herself <laughs> and this is glinda she's just like oh she's gone everybody get up all right <laughs> let's let's get on with our lives i'm like this like fucking bitch just like had a whole fire ball like come shooting out and you're just like <laughs> you silly munchkins get the fuck up like i'm like Damn, Glenda, you really don't give a fuck now, do you? But no, the Tin Man, the Lion, and the Scarecrow easily the like the MVPs of it. It's they're they're so good, and like you said, it wasn't like the typical acting that they were doing yeah. back then, and they were funny, but like not like they weren't like ham- like they still acted without like Three Stooges acting. Yeah, like they held that balance, which I thought was really good. Like, and I was like, I'm trying. I think the Lion was my favorite because I'm like. He just like made me laugh. The like, Tin Man is always my favorite. I don't yeah. know what All three it is. Of them are great. I'm obsessed with the Tin Man. I just like when the lines like put him up, put him up. I'm like I, so for the lot. The delivery is so good. I for like them. I like the Scarecrow the best. Look at that. We all have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the when the line came on, I was like, he's gonna do it, and he was like, put him up, put him up, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's. It's it. like funny because like there's so many iconic lines, and I feel like no one talks about that line enough. It's like that. Oh, I feel like that's always like a like I always see someone fight. I'm like put him up, put him up. Like yeah, so good. I don't think I've ever seen someone in a fight do that. Though. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, when oh, I, I thought, I thought you, I thought you just said, like, you know, everyone when they have a fight, they do. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I meant like it's. It, sometimes it goes in my mind where like you think about that scene where someone's fighting. You, you're talking about like every Marvel movie when they're fighting. You know, I thought saying, you went like real put life. Up, put em, uh, I thought you went like real life in like a bar. <laughs> But anyone ever did that in the like a knife fight? A knife before a knife fight starts. Put them up. Put them up. Oh my god! But since we were kind of talking about like the critiques, I, the only two I had was one, just a stupid one. I don't understand why the witch melts. They don't explain it. I want to know because why. Because it's a ruse from a Wicked. Oh yeah, if Kelly's right, then yeah, it's a ruse. In Wicked, it's a ruse. Oh, that's true. Thanks, Wicked. Thanks, Broadway, for explaining <laughs> why the witch melts. Well, no, because when I was watching this, I wa- it, made, it thought of two things. I wanted to um, watch Wicked on Broadway again. And then I w- what was the other thing that made me remi- this movie reminded me of? Oh, my God. I totally forgot. Was it Oz the Great and Powerful? No, but I did I watch- got that because I was like, remember when Mila Kunis was the Wicked Witch of the West? <laughs> you know what? I, w- I like totally wikipedia Oz the Great and Powerful right after I watched it because I was kind of like, what happened in this movie again? I definitely watched the trailer after. Oh, was something else tied to this movie? Oh, that Dorothy was the evil bitch in um, Wicked? I thought she wasn't in Wicked. You oh, she's in like the, the very right? end. She's like mentioned. She's yeah. like, they're just like, there's this girl here wreaking havoc. And they're like, oh, what's yeah, going yeah. on? Like, why are you here? I yeah. think that like Wizard of Oz, you look at it from a completely different point of view if you've seen Wicked. Yeah. Like it changes the movie so much. And that could be why I don't view Dorothy as positive as I did when I was younger. Yeah. Something else popped up for me. I, if I remember, I'll bring it up. But it was funny because the the girl, Margaret Hamilton is her name, right? I think the one, Wicked Witch of the West. She said, like, she always thought of it more of a backstory than just, like, you know, the generic witch and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then apparently that was, like, the backstory for all Wicked. I'm like, Wicked? Be- Wicked's just so good. She was an actor. Yes. But it also just, like, <laughs> I think if you've seen Wicked, it also just adds another dimension to the movie. That, like, they don't really talk about it, but, like, you can still... The, Wicked was so detailed that, like... It doesn't ruin the movie for you. No. And it adds like it adds a lot of layers to it. Um, 
And then another thing is, I just thought the ending was a little rushed. I thought all of a sudden they're like the the wizard, and I'm like, oh, everything solved. Congrats, let's go, goodbye. And I was like, I feel like that went too fast. Well, she was waking up from her coma. True, true, very true. Is it a coma she was in or just knocked out? I guess it's she a coma. was having some well, same issues. Thing. There was did anyone? I mean, you guys were scrolling through the IMDb facts. Did anyone see that one of the facts was this was Judy Garland's first movie with a washcloth on her face? And I said, why is that a shock? <laughs> why is that a fact anywhere? Because you don't put washcloths. It's like Psycho, the first uh, movie to have a flushing toilet. It's just you don't do it. I guess, but I don't know. For some reason, that was just that's first, so funny. The, the studio heads movie? were like, we can't cover her face. While shoving, you know, stimulants down her throat to keep her awake and then just giving her some, like, Yeah, a lot pills. of things. I thought of Judy from that movie. I was like, I, this movie made me think of a lot of different things. I thought of Liza Minnelli. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, they really do sound alike. Yeah. They, they really do. do sound alike. I also think munchkins are creepy now. Yeah, I never liked the munchkins. I, I didn't like the lollipop guild. They always creep me out. <laughs> I hate the lollipop guild too now. Sorry, I didn't mean to scream. I, I always hated them. <laughs> I keep singing the song, but the thing is when that... When they're here, come the I, I get too. like chills. It cr- they creeped me the fuck out. I get faces. like secondhand embarrassment and chills when I see that scene every I, time. I don't hate the munchkins. The little ballerina ones, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. No, they made, they creeped me out even too. They, they weren't I'm, that bad, but it's the munchkin guild. I was like, oh. I don't, I don't, the I, munchkins are so fucking weird. Like just as I was watching, I was like, wow, I don't think I like the munchkins. I was like, the munchkins are weird and they're creeping me out. Like, I never thought the munchkins were like, I never loved them, but I was always like, Fascinating. They're also like them. useless. They're like, follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. And then that was also another reason that I was like, Dorothy, you're so fucking dumb. Like, clearly there's one. And she's going around in the spiral of the yellow brick road. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like, you could like cut out like three minutes of walking. If well, you she's got to do the little, the little dance. Yeah. Oh, it's a musical. Kelly, it's a musical. Oh, I wanted to go on Great Movie Red after watching this movie. That part used to scare me when the witch would pop up. But then I was like, oh, it's just like the movie. Mm-hmm. Because you saw the trap door in the movie right before yeah. she went down there, it was like, ah. Well, they said that was the like, witch in the in the great movie right an animatronic. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that was a great it. animatronic. I remember because I took a tour of that, and like it's like you go, it's actually creepy when you saw it in the like underneath the trap door. I'm like, this is scarier than when it's outside because it's just like <laughs> out of context. And it was real fire, right? They used on the ride. Yeah, mm-hmm. they used real fire yeah. on the ride. No, but yeah, because it was funny because that that scene where she gets like where the fire, you see the trap door come up with the smoke. Well, the reason she got burned. It's because they wanted to do it again so you didn't see the trap door. Yeah, and they're like, and then she got burned. She's like, I'm not doing this again. Use the fucking trap door. I think they put it. Because you see the smoke start to come up like way before. I think they put it in her contract. Or there's like in every other contract she ever did. They're like, we will not be using me anywhere near fire. I felt bad for her. I feel like she was like probably like the most like, I feel like she was an actor. She wanted to do this movie so bad, but they wanted to do her in every stunt because I guess she's the witch. But I was just like. She was like, "What did I sign up for? Like, what, like what, what? What is all this happening?" Hey, it set her for life, though. It did. It did. I mean, like, even though she got like uh, uh, stereotyped for yeah. life, but like, I know bad. She had to like go on. Like, I think Jimmy Shock. In fact, she'd like go on shows to be like, "I'm not a witch." Like, Please back don't then, be afraid. <laughs> back then, people were just like so. Like everything was true. I'm like, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, Jimmy. Any, any, any. Um, what's the word? Critiques while we're on this little topic. Um, not really. I just don't like the Munchkins. I think I thought Judy Garland was great. Yeah, I thought I thought her. I I enjoy when she sings a song in a movie because usually that song now becomes like a part of pop culture. And I have only two that I can think of right now. But I hear you have somewhere (laughs) over the rainbow, which like is everywhere, and then one of the uh the most popular Christmas songs. 
Which is? Oh, I thought you guys knew. Have what, yourself a merry little what Christmas. If you're on a podcast. What if no one else knew? <laughs> Have yourself a merry little Christmas from Meet Me in St. Louis. Okay. But no, yeah, like, again, like, I still stand by that. I think it's because I find Dorothy such a thinly written character compared to everyone else now. And I think Wicked really had a big, like, impact on, like, how I view the character, so. Before we move on, do you think that if the if the new Wicked movies, like, are, like, if they go anywhere even remotely close to how good this movie is, do you think that could become, like, a new classic for, like, the new generation? For sure, because, I mean, people are, like, if they can kill um, Defying Gravity. It's going to be so good. Like, there's so many songs from Wicked that are still, like, that are popular right now. And now to just put it out there into the world in movie format where people can actually finally see the play and not pay, like, an arm and a leg just to see it and have, like, a good view, like, you know, I mean... This is, again, granted that they do it correctly. That it's a good adaptation. I'm praying. Like, if, if they fuck this up, I'm going to be so... If it's more Oz the Great and Powerful, I'm going to be very upset. Yeah, so <laughs> it could it could be on this level, but it's just that they need to have... they. It needs to be just perfect. as good. It, it literally almost needs to be perfect. It needs to be perfect. Now, speaking of musicals, did you did you like the music in this movie? Oh, I love the music in Wizard of Oz. Except anything in Munchkin Sings. I want, lollipop guild no i want to say that but like i've been singing the lollipop guild for the past like two days i've been you know it's a good for me at least you know it's a good musical when like not just one but like you'll just randomly switch songs whistling in your head like i go from lollipop guild to like somewhere over the rainbow to like uh follow the yellow like this little thing she sings follow the yellow big road to like <laughs> follow you to yeah. <laughs> if i only had a brain like it, the cur- the the lines the uh king of the forest song like it's so good and memorable. And even the lines are memorable. This movie literally, I can't stress it enough. This movie literally is like epitome of classic. It's, I forgot how good I like, how much I liked it when I saw it. Cause I'm like, oh, I've seen it a few times. It's a good movie, but like, it's a good movie. It's rare to find a musical movie where every single song hits. Yeah. It, it was like, and it just like flowed so easily. Nothing felt like odd in the movie. Like everything just like worked. And they almost want to cut somewhere, somewhere uh, over the rainbow. And I'm like, how is well, that because you, they don't know. Like, look, look, no, at, I know, look but... at Encanto. They were like, we're going to put Dos Arritos as the best not, the song because that's the best song. And then like three days later, we don't talk about Bruno exploded. And they were like, oopsies. <laughs> we fucked up, but we're still going to perform it at the Oscars, even though it's nominated <laughs> for nothing. I just rewatched like Encanto, like the songs today. With oh, my it's like, niece. is with, it getting better? No, with me and Harper. I like the songs. The story still isn't like my favorite, but I love the soundtrack. I'll, I'll, I'll easily put that out there. I listen to the soundtrack all the time. Would you say that Wizard of Oz is one of the one of the top five best musicals? It's probably the top best musical. I wouldn't, would say no. What's your top best musical? My top best, like I don't consider. I don't know when I think of musicals. I don't consider this a musical you don't consider this a musical like when someone's like what's your favorite musical i don't all go oh the wizard of oz i don't i don't know hold on no no i'm not i'm just saying like yes you everyone has their pre- i feel like but if you ask someone someone their top five wizard of oz is somewhere in their five i feel like like mine not my mine might not be the number one but it's in the five no like okay here's like okay so no yeah i'll say that it's in my five yeah exactly i would say la la land yeah that's my number one uh west side story that's good too. a star is no, I don't want to no, say Star is no, Born. No, not a Star is Born. 
I just enjoy that one. Um, Moulin Rouge is in my Moulin top five. Rouge. Chicago. Oh, fuck. Uh, no, I don't. You get the Disney movies? I don't like Chicago. Once. I didn't see once. I don't like once that much. Uh, Cabaret. I didn't see Cabaret. No, I don't like Cabaret that much um, either. I would say The Sound of Music. Mm. True. In the Heights is actually one of my favorites. In the Heights. The Greatest uh, Showman. I know that people don't like it, but I was obsessed with that for like over a year. Mine's The Lion King is one of them. And I saw the I saw it five times in theaters. So like, yeah, see, I wouldn't consider, like, there's a lot of but movies. But you don't, but you, I feel like you're saying you don't consider it musical. I feel like you just don't, it's not in your top five that you're trying to say. Yeah, how can you say it's not a musical? They sing and dance. Yeah. I mean, okay, so maybe, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But like I, I don't know. Like when someone says musical, I, I don't. You think don't think of the Wizard a, of Oz as a musical. Interesting. Okay. I maybe it's just because since it's not in your top five, that it it might not even be in your top ten, Jimmy. Based on what you said, the Wizard of Oz, because it's not towards your top radar, that might be why you don't think of it. If oh. you're saying star, I mean, I love Stars Born. I mean, it depends on which one, but I haven't seen all of them. But if you're if you're saying that is more of a musical than Wizard of Oz. It's definitely because you just think other ones are better. I I think that's where you're yeah. falling. Well, also, I, I think the Judy Garland of Star is Born is far superior than the other ones. So that's maybe I can't also... I know I'm, I'm in the minority of that. Well, I have you late. ever seen any of the other ones? <laughs> no, I no? just okay. seen the Lady Gaga one. And it's so fucking good. Um, what was I going to say? But oh, I wanted to tell you, Kelly, when we were talking about the critiques, a lot of people did say like, if you put your like adult thinking cap on while watching it as an adult, like you see a lot more plot holes, mm-hmm. but like it doesn't hurt the movie. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I, just I said, to say that. I it's that's exactly on point for me. Like as an adult, I see the things that are wrong and I can critique it, but I can't say it's like ruins the compl- the movie. It's just like I have a less of appreciation for Munchkins because they creep me out now and. They're confusing for me. I don't know why. Were the Munchkins in Wicked? I don't really think so. I think it's more of the flying monkeys. I think it's just the people of Oz. I wasn't, no, because I was just thinking for the movie, like, are they going to have, like, Munchkins in it? No, I think it's, I mean, they will, because there were set set pictures of the the beginning of the Gilbert Road. It's Glinda, like, with the Munchkins in Munchkinland. It's going to be a good movie. I really hope that's on the more side of Wicked Wizard of Oz and not Oz Great and Powerful. Um, but another question I wanted to ask is we talked about this last week with the Joker, but like the, one of the greatest villains of all time, um, AFI, I went with AFI's top 10 villain list because there's other ones, but I feel like AFI is probably, Ooh, you know, I don't agree with this top villain list, so we can't, well, we're going to talk about it for a second. You know, I don't agree with it. I, I, okay. Jimmy. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I went with the AFI because there's so many other ones, but this one I feel like it's called back to the most top 10. I'll just give it really quick. One Hannibal Lecter, two Norman Bates, Darth Vader, Wicked Witch of the West is number four. Nurse Ratched, Mr. Potter, Alex Fo- Forrest or Foss- Forrest? Wait, Mr. Potter? Yeah, that was number five. That was number five. For what? For six. Sorry, for It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, okay. Um, Phyllis Dierchin from Double Indemnity, uh, Reagan slash Pazuzu or Pazazu, uh, and The Evil Queen. There's so many other ones where it's like, you know, Joker's on there and all that kind of stuff too, but... Do you think that one, she should be on the list, and two, do you think she should be higher than four, or even on the list? Okay, so what was above her? You had Hannibal Lecter. You had Hannibal Lecter, Norman Bates, Darth Vader. That's it. I'm gonna say no. No, like, I think those are that's a good that's a good uh, ranking to be above the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, because I, I do wish I got more of her, but then, like I said, I 
I like it more because I know what's in Wicked. And I think it adds so much more complexity to it. But, but she, like, she's not really the villain. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, it, I then. just wanted to see more of her. No, I just yeah. Liked, but, like, I think in my head, I was getting that because now I just know more about it. Yeah, I mean, like, because of Wicked, I can't even agree that she deserves to be on the villains list because she's not really a villain. She's a villain that's just misunderstood. No, not in Wicked. I can see how that translates to then, you know, Wizard of Oz where she be, she is the villain. She literally wasn't going to hurt anyone if if uh, Dorothy just gave her the fucking slippers. So is Dorothy, Dorothy said no. Dorothy's the villain in Wicked. Yeah, she is. No, I meant, but like, does that turn into, is Dorothy really the villain in Wizard of Oz? Well, maybe she should. She was, okay. Well, she I told you, she, she went down, she decided to keep going down the road by Mrs. Gulch's house. So she put Toto's life in danger. Um, she won't give the ruby slippers back, and uh, I don't know. In general, she was yeah, just she a just pain like in the ass. she just like threw a house down. She goes, "These are mine shoes now, bitch." She also tried running away. Yeah, so um, she's just like, "Please give me my shoes back," and she's like, "No." She's like, "Those are my sister's shoes that you just that this is you a family killed. heirloom." Oh, and she committed murder. Yeah, it's the family heirloom. Did she murder? Oh, the witch. I thought you were trying to say she murdered the Wicked Witch of the she East, ki- and I was she like, killed she sister. killed both her. <laughs> she killed two oh, yeah, people. She, killed both that wasn't, she didn't control the house. That's the tornado that. Well, maybe her. she shouldn't have been running around when there was a tornado. Yeah, going if you about. didn't run away, you would have been able to go into the basement with your family. She tried. They locked her out. Well, it was too late by that point. Yeah. She says who? Well, if everyone else could have died. It, it all stems back to if Dorothy just wasn't an annoying child. She would have been in the basement, and, and Toto wouldn't have been in danger. And and literally, she's like walking back home, like oh la di da di da di da, and there's a giant tornado in the background, and she's just like just walking. She also broke the law because the police put out a uh, a warrant and said, "Here's the law: you Toto has to come down here to be euthanized." And she stole, and Toto, and she got Toto back. So, you know, she broke the law. Maybe it was one of those things where if it wasn't she's Dorothy, she's a criminal. If it wasn't Dorothy who went to Oz, it would have been some other girl from the Midwest. Yeah. And the and the Wicked Witch would have still became the. Victim. It could have been Sarah. It's one of the, what's those Sarah things like, Plain at all. Who? <laughs> He's just saying, like in general, Sarah Plain at all. Oh, I was like, I thought you were trying to say a name. Um, Sarah that, Plain at all. What's that thing where it's like it always happens and you can't change that? What, you know, the butterfly. No, like no. you mean like a a a set time, an absolute moment or something. No, like that? What is the I thing, know what you're talking what's about. What's the thing in the Spider Verse movie? That's what I'm trying to. I keep saying vantage point in my head, but I know no, it's, it's not. No, it's not. It's like a key moment in time that you cannot yeah. change, no matter say, what. Wizard of Oz, like that, is some girl from the Midwest is going to turn. Maybe it was the Anne witch of Green Gable. <laughs> is going to turn the witch, the Wicked Witch, and the to the the Wicked Witch of the West to a villain. But uh, yeah, I think four is good. But she is she a villain? Who did exactly did she hurt throughout this movie? No. no one. She just wanted said surrendered shoes Dorothy. Back. She didn't actually hurt anyone in this movie. Didn't she uh, cast a spell on someone? She cast a spell to make them go. No, to no, sleep. no. But there was in the because um, she was like behind the tree at one point and she was hiding. You know what I'm saying? At one point. Oh yeah, I remember what you're saying. But, but didn't she like she like threw a fireball at them? Yeah. Yeah, that's not hurting someone. She wanted no the shoes. Hurt. She want she wanted the shoes. Intimidation. Okay. She you didn't have hurt the anyone. right. She hurt someone. She you have the someone. right. Did to... anyone get hurt? No, because she didn't throw it directly at them. Uh, the scarecrow got caught on fire. <laughs> yeah, but he, you okay, know that's not no, 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 Fierro. We, yeah, we, no, that's her boyfriend. Yeah, he no. was in on it. Yeah. Okay, you guys be in that world. He I'll was in on it the whole time in Wicked. Anyway, anyway. 
Also, like, the monkey could have dropped Dorothy and she could have died. But she didn't. But she probably didn't. tortured those people in the castle because she they were f- happy they were free once she died. Yeah, but they also didn't show her do anything bad. But she literally threw a fireball at people and he caught on fire. That like, was, like, once. Oh it's her ex-boyfriend. God. So you light someone on fire once. Okay. Oh, speaking of that, did anyone know that that, or that guard song was in Wreck-It Ralph? Did anyone know that? Why, like why the, do I think? Mm, huh? Yeah. Okay, so I just happened to be watching a clip of Wreck-It Ralph first, and I saw, like, the Oreo song that they did, because they were like, Oreo. I have a clip of it, but... That's I'll... been, like, parodied, like, so many times. I don't... I, for some reason, I just found out that, and I, I'm just going to play it really quick, because I found that hilarious. Yeah, I never knew that. It's it's a very it's that. a very parodied like. I'm watching the thing. movie and I'm like, is that what they're talking about in Wreck It Ralph? <laughs> I was like, mind blown. Uh, but final thing before we move on to the back of the show, I have a fun little thing. I'm curious if you guys want to participate in. I saw that there was a podcast that um, tried to recast uh, Wizard of Oz when they did the podcast in, in the year 1986. We're not doing that. But if you were to They make, did the podcast in 1986? No, no, they chose the year 1986 and picked stars from then. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Um Podcast was in 2020, if you were wondering. But I thought it would be fun if we cast it now. Right this second. Like, if it took place... If it okay, was so, cast in 2023. So, Glinda would be Ariana Grande, and <laughs> yes. Alphaba will be Cynthia Erivo. That's so funny. That's wicked. But what about Wizard of Oz? And Fiero so, would be Ariana Grande's boyfriend. SpongeBob? Yes. So basically, are we talking? Okay, so we can't use any characters from the Wicked movie. You can if you want. Like, well, I, then what are we doing here? Well, you can if you want. You don't have to. Yeah, no, because because I, I would have, I would have rechosen um, Elphaba in the Wicked movie. Ariana Du Bois. I think she would have been a much better choice. Like, I have Dorothy. I have Rachel Ziegler. No. No. I have the you, Wizard. Can what? Caitlin Devers sing? She was in Dear Evan Hansen. Oh yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Well, she can that, sing. She sang in it. Did she? She yeah. wasn't terrible in that. She wasn't the reason why that movie was terrible. I yeah. know, but did she sing? Yeah. yeah. Her character has a song. Mm, I don't R- see Remember her when her like brother's dead and she's singing? No. I don't I see could, her as Dorothy, though. I could see her. I don't know if I can see her as Dorothy. I think someone... Because little, of the movie we just saw. No, a little younger. You need to go a little younger. Like, um, Who else do we know that's younger? I don't... Joey King. I don't think she can sing. And she's also, like, I think the same fucking age as her. But Joey King, younger. She was already in an Oz movie. <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo? Uh, I see her. Yep. Yeah, okay. sort of. Olivia um, Rodrigo. The wizard I had, I couldn't decide, but, like, John C. Riley or Will Farrell or, like, Robert Downey Jr., that area of people. I see John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley. Scarecrow, I had Andrew Garfield. Um, what? You need someone like I think of tick, tick, think of tick tick boom performance. Okay, you need someone loose. I loose. see that as he would be amazing as a scarecrow. Um, I can see it, but I don't think he'd be Actually, the best person. Can I change my We've my on, wizard? No. Who? RuPaul. He'd be pretty good. Yeah, RuPaul would He'd be, be pretty really good. good. Um, for the tip man, I was going back and forth. I put. I don't know if everyone agree with this. I put Corey Hawkins. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say no because it could work, but I don't don't think he would be like the top. 
Because I was going through people. If like, we if we go for a more urban like scarecrow, or like I could see um Anthony Ramos as a scarecrow. As a scarecrow, yeah. No, I. Th- yeah, I see him as a scarecrow. Because yeah. I picked my scarecrow and my lime first, so I was trying to think who worked with the two of them. Then I picked Corey Hawkins. But would I picked- we put Lin Manuel Miranda in this movie? No, no, he could do a song. Uh, he can't. No, he can't. No. <laughs> Uh, the Lion, I had Ryan Gosling strictly from Barbie performance. Mm, I think he would do no. great as the Lion. I I would say... Yeah, I could see that. I would say, that I would say Robert Downey Jr. Actually, I could see Robert Downey RDJ as in too. But then you have to recast, I feel like... I feel like recast who? No, I feel like... Well, I feel like the other... The other people all sort of like... I feel like he's much older than like the other people we were talking about for the... No. I think he, the lion's supposed to be much older. Is he? Yeah. 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 I don't see him as a lion, but I like see parts of it, but I don't really see. I don't know. For some reason, I see now Ken in Barbie, and I see well, I the could lion. See, I, I could see Ryan Gosling. I think Ryan Gosling fits better than RDJ because Ryan Gosling can do the. Put him up. Put it, him it up. Also, do the coward part yeah. with, like, with it being also funny. And yeah, stuff exactly. Like that. I have for Glinda. I could see Hugh Jackman as the wizard, too. Oh, that would be good, actually. Yeah. I can see Hugh Jackman as a wizard. Um, Glenda, I had Jessica Chastain. I do like that. I do. Or Anne Hathaway. <laughs> yeah, I can see with her, like, the, the white queen from Alice Wonderland. I can kind of see that. So now, Wicked Witch, I had a hard time. So I just kind of I went. actually did like Michelle Williams as Glinda in oh, Oslo. She was Great good, and yeah. Powerful. And kinda, she can sing. So. Very true. I kind of went just more like a safe choice for this role. I went Meryl Streep for the Wicked Witch of the West. Because uh, I could you know not think of someone is, who would do a good, like who could blow my socks off. And I, I wanted to kind of like Queen rate, Latifah. That'd be an interesting choice, actually. Lizzo, if she wasn't canceled. Because I was trying to think of like you know, <laughs> the, trying to compare like Jessica Chastain with someone who would do as well with her. And I was like, oh, um, who's um, and Mama Mia, the tall one with the bob. Christine cut. Baranski. Christine Baranski. Baranski would be great. Ooh. Oh, but then, I was going to say, like, what if we put Meryl Streep in Glinda? No. Would they work no. well together? No. Okay. Um, and that's all I have. Meryl Streep's too old for the Glinda role. Why? Because Glinda's a little... She, I don't think that she would fit well in the Glinda. Like, Glinda is older, but she is more like 40s, 50s versus like an older, elderly woman. Oh, she's I, also flitting around like... Get up, fireballs. <laughs> I saw Glinda as the older one out of the two. Like in my mind, like that's who would be the older. No, one. I saw the, I saw the Elf, Wicked Witch. You said the Wicked Witch of the West. Well, that's all I had, but I thought that would be like a fun thing. I was like, it was who, fun. Who would I cast? Wait, Ooh, Hugh Jackman though. I doubt that. I'm Hugh Jackman as the Wizard. But they have to give him a song. You have to add a song for him. That's the one that Lin Manuel can write for him. What about Zendaya? I don't know. I can't tell if Zendaya would be good. I feel like she would, but I also just want her for. Tiana for Princess and the Frog. Anyone? Anything else before we move on, casting-wise? No. Anyone's listening? Moving on to the movie Greek. I didn't do it today. Nice. Let me pull I, it up. I, I brought it up for like everyone. three times, and I was like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. I yeah. didn't do it today either. To even pull though it up first. I, did con- I, I do all the games as soon as they're available. So, movie Greek game. We have on the downside, director David Fincher, directed Steven Spielberg, Tony Collette. Then on the top, we have Daniel Craig, nominated for Best Picture, released from 2013 to 2023. So let's start with David Fincher and 
Daniel Craig. The girl with the dragon tattoo. Tattoo? Tattoo. Correct. The only choice. Um, <laughs> David Fincher and nominee for Best Picture. That's an easy one. Mank. I was like, I was like, it's like one of those things where you just go blank and it's just like, I know this should be easy. Um, I know Jimmy's choice for this one. Gone girl. Um, Gone David Fincher in 2013 to 2023. Gone girl. Steven Spielberg, Daniel Craig. I have no, I have no <laughs> idea. I, I can't like even help smiling you with that and I was like, wait. I can't even help you with Daniel that Daniel Craig was in the James Bond movies, but they weren't directed <laughs> by Steven Spielberg. He was in the second Tomb Raider movie that definitely wasn't directed by Steven Spielberg. Well, let's see. Steven Spielberg. Oh, oh was, he, was he in Munich? He might have. I, I don't know. Don't, don't okay, so Steven Spielberg, now my first picture. Schindler's List. Nope. Can nope. you tell me how to spell that thing? S-C-H. Thank you. Okay, and 2013 to 2023. The BFG. Okay. 8%. <laughs> Tony Collette, Daniel Craig. Oh, that's an easy one. Oh, uh, <laughs> nice. <that> yeah. <laughs> I was like, guys. Oh, I forgot that they, they did that movie. Together. I feel so panicked. Tony Collette, not my for best picture. Sixth Sense. And Hereditary. I was about to say that. No. H E R E. Thank you. Okay. So you have one guest left and one space left. Steven Spielberg, Daniel Craig. Wait, hold on. Is Munich is the one with Eric Bana about the uh the shooting at the Olympics in Munich. Munich's about Munich? About the shooting at the Olympics, I no, said. Yeah, yeah, I was getting it confused with the, that other movie that Daniel Craig did about when he was a German. Well, just starting it. So he's not in Schindler's List, but you also can't use it. He's not in, in Jurassic Park. He's, he's, he's not, not in, in Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. He's not in Lincoln. He's not in any Indiana Jones. He's not in Jaws. He's not in E.T. He's not in the, Is he in the BFG? I don't know. <laughs> well, <you're, laughs> I have no you're idea. Then. Actually... <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's not in Bridge of Spies. Well, we can't use it anyway. Yeah, I know. Do you want me to put Munich? I was gonna say there's no. I feel like there's no other choice that you can actually use now. Let's he's go, not in any musicals. <laughs> let's go Munich. Munich. Moment of truth. Oh, oh, it was Munich. Nice guys, nice nine out of nine. I did it. Eighteen fifty three score. Top twelve point eight percent of the players today. That's because we had the BFG. It probably was the BFG. <laughs> um, let, let us know what you guys got. But yeah, so let's move on to MVP, LVP. Jimmy, what is your most valuable player? Judy Garland. Kelly. Can I name the three? Yeah. The Scarecrow, Tin Man, and the Lion. Mine was the music. Jimmy, your LVP, your least valuable player. The the Munchkin Guild little people. Who are, the, who are those the Munchkins? The, no, the Lollipop no. Guild. The, the Lollipop, Lollipop Guild, Guild specifically. That all right, what the, the, the Lollipop no. Guild. The Lollipop Guild. Kelly, your LVP. Mm. It's between the also, Munchkins and f- just the character of Dorothy Gale. I'm going to say the character of Dorothy Gale. I would like to say, fun fact: the um, one of the Munchkin uh, Lollipop Guild is in a movie called Freaks in the 1930s. 
Uh, and mine was and the... it's been banned in many countries. What has happened? <laughs> what just happened? He, like, he went uh, to go and put a calculator on the, like an ad for a game popped up. Uh, my LVP is the wizard. And uh, let's go to... I will give this a 8 out of 10. Kelly? I'll give it an 8. I'll give it a 9. 8.3. 8.3 compared to the... 8.1. Oh, close, but no cigar. Um, also, before we do your clues, there was a quote, a uh, trivia thing online that was like the guy who played Scarecrow, I think. He was, they were like, oh my God, how much, ro- like, um, ro- what's the, not royalties. Uh, how much money do you get from all these, like, playing on TV and DVDs and all that That's stuff? That's royalties. Ro- oh, was it royalties? Okay, yeah. I thought I had the wrong name. And he was like, I or have. Or residuals. Re- residuals. That's the word I was trying to think. He said, I have received nothing from this movie after i made it i'm just living in perpetuity now forever in my life and i'm like how timely is that that the sag strike going on and all that wow look at those old ass contracts i just I felt gave I, them nothing i felt bad i was like damn never nothing sometimes never change sorry jimmy um clues for next week please close us out okay so it's directed by billy wilder okay um it stars shirley mclean oh you're gonna say shirley temple <laughs> And um, the name is a place you can live. The Lollipop Fair Guild. Fair enough. And the Lollipop Guild guys, is a guild. That's not a place you can live. I am going to now live in the Lollipop Guild. Uh, see you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. No, I'm going to let it play out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to let it play out. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to live in the Lollipop Guild now. Bye. <laughs> thanks so much for listening you can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts and we want to hear what you think so leave us a review give us some likes on social media at pop horror review click around www.pophorreview.com become a member of our patreon page patreon.com backslash pop horror review for exclusive content and drink recipes and one last thing before you go make sure to check out the titan media collective and titan cast network enjoy the rest of your movie monday That was a Titan cast episode.